Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about finding your true joy in life. So many times we go through life and we're just going through the motions of everyday life. We're not really having joy or experiencing joy or doing what it is we truly love. It just feels like a chore. So if you find yourself at any point in your life feeling like there has to be more to this, like this cannot be all there is, that's because you are not doing what is truly making you happy. And I know some of you may be out there going, yeah, that's me, but what do I do about it? And that's a great question. My answer to you would be, why not do something about it? Why sit and make the same mistakes over and over again and live a life that isn't bringing you joy? And it may seem like that's a simple answer, do something about it, but how do you go about that? What should you do? What are the steps you should take? So the first thing is you have to know who you truly are and what makes you truly happy. Some people don't even know. Like if I told you, if I said to you, so you have an infinite amount of resources and time, what would you do? Some people wouldn't even know how to answer that question. They would have to think about what would it be that I would wanna do with my life if money and time were no objects. And then other people know exactly what they want. They just aren't doing anything to change what's going on in their life right now. They aren't taking any steps forward to get what they want in life. And I would say to you, what's holding you back? And probably the number one thing is fear in some form. Because even if you think that you have a plan and you're going to take actions and you're going to do this, Procrastinating is a form of fear. So if you've got this plan, why aren't you moving towards it? What's keeping you stuck? And I think that there are a lot of people in life who walk around their lives feeling stuck. One of the things that I really want to change about my life is where I live. I've loved the hometown that I've grown up in, but I hate winter and I hate the weather. And every year I dread whenever fall comes around because I don't like the weather. And people will say, well, it's just winter. It's No, it's not just that for me. Like, I need to be outside sometimes. I need to be in nature. And I don't like being outside when it's cold. So for me, winter is all about being cooped up inside the house, which I hate. I miss the sunshine. I think, like, I really seriously think I have the seasonal affectiveness disorder or something because I'm crabby when I don't see the sunshine in a long time. I don't like it. And then on top of that, I have this syndrome. It's called Raynaud's syndrome. And what happens is the blood vessels in your fingers and toes spasm and they stop the blood from flowing to the tips of your fingers and toes. So what happens is my fingers from about midway to all the way to the end of the fingertip 
looks like it's dead. It turns completely white. It looks really like a dead finger. And it's because the blood flow isn't flowing to that part of my finger. And the worst part about it is it feels like pins and needles, like when your hands fall asleep or your you know, fingers and toes fall asleep. It's what it feels like, which is not a pleasant feeling. So it's kind of painful. So being outside in the cold for me is kind of painful. Like my fingers, they burn and toes, like hurt. So I don't enjoy it at all. And even though like I think snow is pretty when it falls, I would rather see it in a picture and not necessarily be right there with it. So for me, one of the things that I know I want to do eventually, I want to move somewhere where it's warmer, where I don't have to experience that in the wintertime, or at least not for six straight months or however long winter feels like. I won't have to experience that. But I know that's going to take some planning I know that that might mean leaving my family unless they decide to go with me, which I'm part of my plan is trying to talk them into also wanting to move. Um, But I just don't want to spend my older years being somewhere where I'm miserable, where I don't like the weather. I would much rather be able to be active and be outdoors. And also part of it is watching my grandma as she is slowly deteriorating even more. I know that it's important to keep moving, to keep moving my body and to exercise, and I want to do those things more when the weather is warmer because I get to do that outside. I can go for a walk or a hike or whatever, and I much more enjoy that than sitting in front of a video, watching an exercise video and following along, which I will do, But I would much rather, again, be outside in nature enjoying that rather than cooped up inside doing a workout that way. So I'm more likely to work out when the weather is nicer. And there's just like a lot more that you can do, really. So for me, that's going to be like a goal. And one of the things on my vision board that I created is to have a home that's close to the ocean somewhere. So not only would I be in warm weather, but in drivable distance to the beach so that when I needed to do some self-care, need to do some meditation, I can go to the beach and have the sounds of the waves in the background as part of that. So that for me is something that I have as a goal. My business was something I had as a goal, and I'm still working that every day, too, and still taking steps with trying to develop things for my business and get out there and do these Facebook Lives, all of that kind of stuff. So for me, those were the things I needed to get out there and do. And when I first started, I was afraid to take the first steps. You know, I totally had a fear of working in a school system working as a teacher and then doing this stuff on the side because I thought, okay, well, what if people judge me and they think you shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't have a business and be a teacher and all of these people are going to judge you and this isn't going to be a good thing. There were a lot of fears. It's like I need to be open about things that have happened in my life, but what if I do that? And there's still a little bit of that that goes on with me that I have to work through 
of being able to be completely and totally open with you guys and be vulnerable and yet not worry that, you know, it's going to come back on me because of what I do in my other day-to-day life. And I had to get to the point where I just said, okay, well, if that happens, you'll deal with it because you know you're supposed to be doing this. And the universe isn't going to put you somewhere, isn't going to say, okay, do this for a living and then punish you for it. So you've got to just trust. And that's a big thing for a lot of us, as many of us, especially if we've been let down by people before, we have a hard time trusting. We're trusting that, you know, anything's going to work out in our favor. We just have a hard time letting go and trusting that the universe has our backs. But the truth is that God, Source, the Divine, whatever you want to call it, your higher power, our whole team has our backs. And we're never going to be asked to do something that we aren't going to be fully supported in. And the thing is, we have to let go of the fear and the ego that says, no, I can't do it. No, this won't work. And instead, we have to take that leap, which if you're like me, sometimes I almost feel like I need someone behind me pushing me and saying, go. Which actually, I do have people in my life who push me to be better. Um, And I I had a mentor who said, you got to do this. So even the greatest people have mentors. They hire coaches to tell, you know, help them, show them, what do I need to do? How can I be better? So maybe that's something that you need to do. Maybe that's something you need to think about. Maybe you need to hire a coach to help you figure out how you're going to move forward. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's awesome that you would take the time and the money to invest in yourself and in your future and in doing something that's going to completely change your life and bring you such joy and fulfillment because there's so many people walking around who never take that first step and they're just sitting there complaining about their lives and how their lives suck and they, you know, they're so exhausted all the time and they don't like going to work, they dread going to work. And sometimes you can even see like these same people are the people who will do other things to avoid feeling what they're really feeling. So they might be people who work way too much and they're just trying to stay busy to avoid their life. Or they might drink or do use other substances to avoid having to deal with what's going on in their lives. And I understand that because I'm going to be straight up honest with you. There were times in my life where going out and having several beers made dealing with stuff that was going on easier. It didn't make it better because all it did was, you know, it allowed me to forget what was happening for like five hours. But that next day, still there. And it didn't fix any problem or situation. So... It's about finding ways that are going to help you and to actually help you heal and to feel better and to start living the life that you actually want to live, to get excited about your lives. I mean, how many of you can actually say, like, I love my life. I'm so excited about my life. I mean, not many people can. And that's sad. You see it all the time. 
people are like, oh, I have to go another, live in the dream, got to go to work again. Well, you should actually be living the dream, but it shouldn't be a sarcastic live in the dream. It should be, yeah, I love my life. I love my job. And I can honestly tell you that when I work with clients and I do Reiki or coaching, I absolutely love it. I love helping people and I love doing the Facebook Lives where I get to connect with people. Because even just for that split second, if I've helped someone for five minutes of their life, that's incredible to me. That's an amazing thing. And I'm completely grateful that I get to do that. And as far as like teaching, I do like teaching, but I don't feel the same passion for teaching that I do with healing. So it's about finding that thing that's going to really, really make you passionate again about what you do. I will say that one of the things that I was really excited about with my old district that I'm not getting to do here and that I really wanted to do, and my sister and I have talked about this, we might be working on something like this, but I wanted to be able to try to teach mindfulness to students with special needs. And we were going to see if behavior problems declined because of teaching mindfulness, teaching meditation, teaching tapping, all of these things. We were going to create a curriculum, and it was very exciting. And I was really looking forward to being able to do that. But then this other opportunity opened up, and it was like, I have to go here. But I still want to do this, and I still want to try to implement this somewhere. And my sister and I were talking about it, and she teaches special ed, and she's like, this is a great program, and this is something that they really need. And she's like, not even just special ed students. I think all students need to learn mindfulness and how to control their emotions. We see kids so much more with anxiety. I mean, it's, it's really, really... Um, gotten bad in the school system. Anxiety in kids is so much more common now that the social workers are all overwhelmed. They have so many kids that they're servicing these days. And so there are a lot of kids who don't even get identified. And you see that even with like the school shootings and that the students who kind of slipped through the cracks, people didn't notice. And we're thinking that doing some kind of program like this might help with that that we would be able to access all students, all kids, and if they're not getting the services that they need because they don't get identified because, let's face it, some kids slip through the cracks. There's just so many kids and so little teachers when you compare the ratio, really. If you have 150 students that you see every day, it's hard to catch or notice something happening in every single student. So, this would be a way to help them and to reach them and teach them to teach them how to control the anxiety, the depression in a natural way. And so this is something that we're interested in working on. And this is like a passion of mine too. This is, I know, I've always known that I'm supposed to help children in some way. And my sister too, you know, that's been her calling too. As a special ed teacher, she has a passion for that. So we're just trying to figure out, okay, how can we create a program that's really going to help kids, that will help teach them, 
teach them not to allow, just like I'm teaching you guys, I'm teaching them how to not allow their emotions to get the best of them, how to not react to every situation that's happening around them, how to keep their balance and peace, how to meditate, how to tap, how to draw and write to get out feelings and emotions that they have. So it's basically teaching them how to express what they're feeling in a healthier way. And I think that that is going to help a lot. So it's something I'm excited about starting and and even my mom and my sister and I, the three of us have talked about working on this together because she really could do the music component. And I think it'll be a really positive thing and I'm hoping that this is something that if we are allowed to do a trial with the school district that they would allow us to pilot it and it's something that really is successful that we could do this with much with more school districts so it's an exciting thing and it's something I have a passion for and there are a lot of scary things about it to think well what if no one allows us you know there's so many what ifs but you can't allow the fear to take over and to stop you and and not allow you to move forward with your ideas the thing that you really need to remember is that nothing is ever guaranteed in life You're not guaranteed success with anything you try, but that shouldn't stop you. It's not like the universe is going to come out and hand you a contract and say, you know, if you do this, then I'm going to give you billions. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes the universe only illuminates one step at a time. And that's sort of how it is for me. I mean, I have a grand vision of what I want for my life and how I'd like for my career to go, but the universe has not said, here's your whole map. That doesn't happen for me. What happens for me is I get an idea and the universe puts this idea in my head and in my heart and says, okay, here's the first step. Okay, the first step to helping all these people is to start a podcast. And even after I started the podcast, I didn't know what I was doing as far as making a podcast. And so someone who is a professional said, you know what, you need to add tags, you need to have music tags there, and you need to do this, and you need to do that. So that person helped me to make it better. And I do believe that the universe brings people to us who can help us be better, And a lot of things that I started, I didn't know what the next steps would be. I didn't know what the end result would be. I just knew the first step that I had to take. And the universe says, if you just trust us and you take that first step, we will be behind you the whole way, cheering you on, bringing people who can help you make your dreams a reality, and just illuminating all of the steps that will continue for you. And I know as humans, we we get frustrated easily. We say, no, I want to see the big picture. I want to see everything. I want to know exactly what's going to happen and when and why and where and how. And the universe says, stop it. Don't worry about that. Let us worry about that for you. You don't have to know all, everything, What's going to happen in the end? You don't have to know that. The universe says, forget the how for now. 
You do not have to have all of the answers. You don't even have to have most of the answers. If you have a step, an idea, what's my first step? Okay, I've always wanted to start this business. What's my first step? Okay, I've always wanted to move to this city. What's my first step? It doesn't have to be, oh, I've got to have my map laid out. I've got to have the whole plan. No, you don't. You will overwhelm yourself and burn out because when you start doing that, you start doubting everything. All the fears creep in. Your ego steps up and takes over and says, well, what if? Well, you don't know enough. Well, what if this? Well, what if this? And all the what ifs, you'll shit all over yourself because you'll say, well, this should happen. I should do this. But what about, what if I don't know? What if? And the universe doesn't want you to be overwhelmed. This is not supposed to be an experience that's frustrating and stressful for you. It might be challenging, but that's different. Challenging is different than I'm so overwhelmed and frustrated that I quit. There's a difference there. And so it's like if you were told, okay, you have to move this big mound of dirt. It's really heavy. It's really high. You've got to move it from one side of the yard to the other. Would you go in and try to pick up the entire mound of dirt in one sitting? No. In one trip? No, you wouldn't do that. Because you'd just be like, okay, this is too much. I quit. You just take steps at a time, right? Maybe your first step is you call as many people as you can to come help you. Maybe your second step is you get all of these shovels so that everyone has a shovel. And maybe then everyone takes this uh, shovel full and puts it in, the, in a wheelbarrow or whatever you have. So when you do it that way, it's so much easier. The universe isn't saying it's time for you to totally uproot and have this upheaval. That's not what the universe is saying. The universe is saying take one step. If you have a dream in your heart, don't ignore that. The universe put that dream there for a reason. And the universe is saying, take one step. It doesn't have to be, and I say this with everything, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. No matter what it is you want to do, if you want to diet and you just want to lose some weight because you feel bad and you want to look better, and you know what, It's everyone has their own their own thing. And a friend said to me the other day, like, oh, because I was eating a bunch of salad and she's like, oh, that's why you're always skinny. And I had to laugh because I'm like, no, that's really not. Because I actually found out that for a long time I wasn't eating enough protein because all I was eating was salad and stuff. And you'd think that you would lose weight, but no, because your body needs protein. And I wasn't getting enough. So What I did to change that one step at a time was I started adding more protein to my diet. And then I started taking away carbs from my diet. Not totally, because I don't think you should totally get rid of everything. Don't deny yourself things. But I just started replacing one thing at a time. I went from, so I totally stopped drinking soda because I just don't think it's good for you. But like if I go out to eat once in a while, I might have a soda. I'm not going to totally deny myself. But I try not to drink soda because it's empty calories. It's just sugar. And diet soda is not good for you. So I don't drink that. I try to drink water. And even if you don't like water, you can flavor it. 
a lot of ways you can flavor it. I like naturally flavoring water with lime juice or lemon juice, and I've even done like strawberry basil. It's great. And I found that I'm drinking it more often because I just got into the habit. I said, I have to have this much water per day. And I just make sure I drink it. And I drink it throughout the day as I'm teaching. Luckily, I'm right next to the bathroom, so that's a good thing. So I'm running back and forth all day. But it's great because I'm getting my water now, which makes me feel better. And it's better for your skin and your hair. And I am adding the protein. And I slowly went from using normal sugar to now I use coconut sugar and when I cook I use coconut oil or I use like really light olive oil I switched all of that I switched to if the recipe calls for butter at all and I have to use any I use grass-fed butter so I'm making simple little switches that don't really like I can't really even tell the difference that I've done it but other people are like oh wow you look like you've lost weight Thank you. I have probably, I don't know, I'm not even really paying attention to it, but I've just made some simple dietary switches. Things that I really don't even notice, honestly. And I don't deprive myself. Halloween, I had the candy bars, but they're fun size, so I had like two of them and that was it. I just tell myself, okay, you can have two and no more. Because anything else, when you start to be binge eating, it's like you're filling a void that you should be, it's an emotional void, you know? It's like we can fill emotional voids many ways with food, with shopping, with lots of things, lots of things, with drinking, whatever. And if I were to start having more than that, that would be me going, I'm trying to fill this void. Like, I'm hungry, but I don't know why I'm hungry. It's that your soul is hungry. You have deep wounds you need to heal. And trying to heal them with those kinds of things is never going to fill you up. It's never going to make you satisfied. I've done Reiki sessions with clients before where, you know, they're like, why, why am I having trouble with this and my thyroid issue and all of that? And what it came down to was they weren't speaking their truth. And there were a lot of things that they needed to heal and to forgive. And once you start doing that, it's amazing how the other physical stuff in your life just kind of catches up to that. Because seriously, a lot of it comes down to things we have to do within ourselves, our inner work. And so I know I sort of got off on a tangent there, but my point was you do not have to do everything all at once. Just make simple changes, you know? Start small. It's amazing how the small things have such a big impact on your life. And I can tell you that In all of the times that I tried to do everything all at once, I burned myself out and I quit. In the times where I just said, you know what, I'm just going to start and start small and do one thing at a time, it was manageable for me and I wasn't overwhelmed and it was like I was able to see the next steps after I did that. Okay, I did this, now my next step is this. And you can ask for guidance, you can ask your spiritual team, you know, help show me the next step, illuminate the next step for me. We can say, bring me people who can help me with my dream, who can help me to further my dream, who can show me the way. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just ask for the universe to send people to you who can help you. That's amazing when you do that because 
they send amazing people. I know it's happened for me. So even just sending a mentor or whatever. And if you think that, you know, you can't afford to get a coach or whatever, I'm here to tell you you can afford not to. If you are looking to expand and to grow, you have to invest time and money into yourself. And it doesn't take tons and tons of money. You may get one session with a coach and be like, that was all I needed. I just needed to be put in the right direction, like pointed, like this is where you're going. Or you may decide you need a couple of sessions, but a couple of coaching sessions doesn't really cost that much. But the impact that it can have on your life is amazing. And I know because I had a coach. I did a coaching, I did several coaching sessions. I did a package with my mentor and she's the one who said, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing a podcast. You need to be healing. You need to be doing all of this stuff. And if it weren't for her, I probably wouldn't have done it. So sometimes we all need guidance. You know, even Tony Robbins gets coaching from people. The most successful people are people who understand that they can't do it all by themselves. It takes a team of people. So you need to learn how to rely on your team. But the most important thing is to trust. Trust that the universe is working behind the scenes on your behalf and that you are fully supported. You're fully and deeply loved and supported and you are never going to be sent out somewhere where you don't have any backup. Trust me. As crazy as that might sound, the things that you get ideas for and you're like, this is crazy. My family did not understand and some of them still don't understand what I'm doing or why I'm doing it and they probably think I'm crazy. And I don't care because I know I'm not. And I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And every day that I reach someone else is a day that I have been on my path for the right reason. And I am so proud of that. And you will be proud of what you accomplish too. It's all about just moving. Move one step forward. Take that step towards your dream today. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you. And the card I pulled is from the um, Heart Thoughts deck by Louise Hay. And it is, I am on an ever-changing journey. My life is never stuck, static, or stale. For each moment is new and fresh. Every ending is a new point of beginning. And I love that because it's so true. We don't have to be stagnant or stuck in our lives ever. We have every control to choose to move forward. And I hope that you will choose that today and take that step. And if you would like to work with me, there are so many ways. You can visit my website, www.melissaoatman.com. There you will find all of the services that I offer as well as pricing. Once you decide what you would like to do, like what kind of session you would like, you can email me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. My contact information is always in the description to the podcast. You can also text me or call me or message me. Any way you want to get a hold of me is perfect. If you're not sure what you need, but you would like to work with me, just call me or text me or message me and we can talk about it. I am not going to try to upsell you for anything. I am going to be totally honest with you with what I think you might need. 
So I have a lot of different things that I offer. And so if money is an issue too, I offer things that cost from $10 all the way up to coaching packages, which are, you know, a couple of hundred dollars. But I try to provide things that are affordable for everyone because I really truly believe that everyone could use help and healing. And I want to provide that for you. If you would like to order my new tarot deck, well, it's an oracle deck, really. It's Divine Whispers. And one of my listeners said, I wish I could take you with me every day and have you like giving me advice in my ear. So that was the inspiration for this deck. It is words of wisdom, things that I have said throughout my podcast, but it's advice and guidance over every topic in life from money to love to everything in between. It's a 30 card deck and um, you can order your very own. If you go online to my website, you can purchase the deck. You can also choose how you want it to come. It can come either just shrink wrapped in a card box or in a tin. So you can order that and it will be shipped out to you. Right now you need to allow um, about two weeks for shipping because it's taking that long to process. And I'm hoping at some point to find a faster method, but it is what it is for now. But I'm so excited about this deck and I cannot wait for you guys to have it. If you join me on my Facebook Lives Mondays at 5.30 Central, you will see my new deck because I will be unveiling this deck during my readings. And I also do readings for the people who join me live. If you can't join me live, make sure to catch the replay on my Facebook page. And if you leave a comment to let me know that you were watching the replay, I do also pick a few people from the replay to do a card reading for. I send you your reading in your Facebook inbox. We do not have to be friends on Facebook for me to do a reading for you. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please share it with others. Please leave reviews. I am so appreciative for those of you who have, and thank you if you're planning on doing that. Really appreciate it. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. I love you all, and I am sending you so much positive energy and good vibes for the day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.